welcome to Creepy Critters, where a uh, podcast where we talk about cryptids in somewhat lower detail with a guest. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Jordan. Hi. So, Jordan. Yes? Uh, I know last episode we talked about some ghost items. Yes. And we're going to be talking about more ghost items, except these are going to be mostly harmless. And by Aww. mostly harmless, completely harmless. Aw. So they're like so, helper ones? Or no, they just, I, I don't just know, I, I've living. never said they are helpful. Oh. I just said they're harmless. <laughs> There's a huge difference there. Okay. So, um, so yeah, so all of these are considered to be fairly harmless with no, like, real big, no maliciousness, I would probably say. Pers- well, I don't know if that's wrong. No harmful malice towards, towards other things. Um, and these are the, uh, Sukumogami. Uh, Sukumogami. Sukumogami. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I know <laughs> so, the word you tr- you mean. So all of these are things that were taken care of or basically not broken before they hit 100 years old. Okay. Um, which is a general idea for all Sukumogami. Uh, <laughs> um, and I'm pretty sure gami just means spirit. Yeah. It's, and kami it's, means god. Yeah. So... Yeah, um, but, <clears throat> yeah, so, uh, so, yeah, let's get into them. So, first one we have is the Hahakigami, and the Hahakigami uh, takes residence up in a broom, and they can somehow, sometimes be seen on cold, windy, late autumn mornings, sweeping wildly at the blowing leaves. Huh. So. Yeah. So, broom. That's not Broom being fly- flying around in the wind by a lot yeah. of wind. Okay. Well, no, no. It's well, well. It did. It did. It was a leaf on the wind, but it got violently stabbed at, at towards like the almost towards the end of the movie, right when you think everything was going to go okay. <laughs> it's it's real tragic. <laughs> really, I think people need to stop being leaves on the wind because it really sucks for them. Long ago, brooms were not household cleaning objects, but actually a holy instrument. Used in ritual purification ceremonies, which is one of the reasons why some uh, wedding rituals also had brooms in them. Mm -hmm. Um, And you would see them like it's like you see a lot of uh, and I always forget what the illustrations are called. Um, But like the old Japanese wood prints uh, where like the priests would be using. Or, ah, you know, I know what you mean, but I can never remember the right name for it. Uh, But brooms were used on the air in in a room or or in an area to purify it and sweep out any evil spirits and negative energy that might be there. (laughs) And like any tools, if used for many years, if it reaches a very old age and becomes it becomes a perfect home for a spirit um and uh, most of the time this is the ha 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 gami because of the ritual origin i mean ritual nature of its origin oh so it's a very spiritual Uh, room yes the ha ha kigami are used as magical charms uh for safe and quick childbirth because brooms are used to sweep out evil energy, the Hahakigami uh, acts like a totem to sweep out the baby from the mother safely. <laughs> Get that trash out of here! 
Get that trash out of your womb, woman. Get it out. You just said that, and I just looked up uh, images on it, and there's just this most adorable little broom face on it, and now I'm just imagining it just, like, throwing a baby out. Yeah, it's just, it's just like, get this trash out. Yuck. Clean it up. Gross. You let him do what? Gross. Get that out of there. Uh, they are also used as charms to keep guests from overstaying their visits. <laughs> I mean, <that's> <laughs> I love this thing. Uh, anyone who's uh, stayed beyond their welcome might be swept out by the power of the ha- ha- Kigami, aka you get hit by a bruise. <laughs> can you? I can imagine a lot of people like just hitting people with a bruise. Like the ha- ha- Kigami's doing it. It's not me. I'm so sorry. Get out. Get out. It feels like you overstayed your welcome. Get out, please, so it doesn't keep on doing this to you. <laughs> now, now that's that's the first one. Very harmless. Very. I, I don't know if cute is the right word. I like the choke. Uh, choke the with the lantern ghost. Oh yeah, but but you know it's not like as cute as that one. But you know I'm okay with this one a lot. So now we have the Bakezori. Bakezori. It's a, okay. It's. It is described as a wandering sandal with two arms, two legs, but one eye. Oh, okay. I think I've seen drawings of these things before. Well, I think, well, I have, I'll I'll have, I want you to look up a specific one because it looks like a party dude in it. Uh, (laughs) But um, he is said to spook inhabited households during uh, the night by running around, uh, continuously chanting. Now, I'm going to try to do the Japanese one. Okay. I do have the English one as well. Okay. So, it's uh, Kararin, Kororin, Kankorin, Managu, uh, Mitsu, Niha, Ninmai. Or, or Kararin, Kororin, Kankorin, Two Eyes, Three Eyes, and Two Teeth. Uh, possibly it's mocking its more noble cousins, quote unquote, the famous uh, Geta, which are the, they're the wooden sandals that you think of Oh, when you think of like ancient Japan, like the, they have the, they have the little like thong thing to mm-hmm. them and they have the, the two little, um, uh, wooden platforms two- on a flat base. Yep. Uh, it refers to the three holes where the sandal straps are attached, the two teeth referring to the wooden platforms who are attached uh, who are attached to the underside of the uh, Japanese sandals. Mm. So. Hmm. So, yeah. Uh, the the model, the design model of the, bak- uh, the Bakazori might have been Zori or a uh, traditional sandal made of bra- uh, braided rice straw. Uh Bakuzori are normally harmless to humans, but they can pester uh, them. Uh, their motivation for pestering is mostly boredom or frustration, or simply revenge or je- jealousy. So just think of, like, a kid. You know, it's yeah, bored. I mean, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, uh, most of Bakuzori uh, group up with other uh, animated household uh, stuff or clothing, and and they'll uh, or they'll su- simply just leave home and run away. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm thinking like I think of these as like the little like uh, I guess comedy relief uh, characters that you would probably have in like something that has a lot of yokai in it. You know, well, the fact that they come in twos, they would always do that great. Uh, what is it? The 
ty- that type of uh, two man comedy team that does Benzai? Is that it? I honestly wouldn't be able to tell you. So this is the Furu Tusubo or Tus- Tuspo or Supo. I always forget that the T is normally silent. Okay. Furu Tusubo. Uh, the Furu Subo are the beloved quivers of slain archers who died in particularly tragic uh, deaths. Oof. These quivers, along with other arms and armors, develop life force through the residual energies left behind by their owners, and they begin to move on their own. Uh, the most favorite, uh, the most famous uh, Furu Subo was the quiver that belonged to uh, Murira. Uh, Yoshi. Yoshimitsu? Nope. 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 Yoshikari. Yoshikari. Um, a military commander who lived at the end of the, uh, Hion period. Uh, Yoshikari was a brave warrior, skilled in sword and bow. For the Genpai War, he fought on the side of the Mina, uh, Minamoto uh, clan as the enemy was bearing down during a terrible seize. Yoshikari arranged for his household to escape from the castle. Then, as the last few survivors made it out safely, he remained alone. Yoshikari stayed behind to defend the castle against the invading army. He made a sacrifice uh, of his life, and after his heroic death, his favorite crivel, Criver was heartbroken at the heart of his master. It took a life of its, it it took the life of its own and became this yokai. Huh. They are not the cutest looking things because they're not the quiver. They're not like Western quivers. They yeah. are a little bit more ornamental. They look kind of like spiders, almost like live with long bodies. From the drawings that I was saying, anyway. Ah, there we go. Yo, yeah. Huh. They do kind of look cute. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm kind of uh, meh on them, but you know. It's well, so I good. mean, it, this this one here, at least, he looks happy. But I think that's more of just like a modern interpretation kind of drawing yeah. of it. So yeah, people people nowadays are real good at making cute things. Out so. of yeah, out of it, about just about anything. So. <laughs> um, now let's get to our second to last one we have. Okay, this is the. Uh, Kamiosa, and it's it's a old jar usually filled with sake or water that is sometimes takes humanoid uh, features. Hmm. Although it may seem frightening because of its appearance, it would have hairy limbs and a face full of cracks. They are actually beneficial since any liquid inside them will never run out. Uh, the Kamiosa, um, the Kami Osa, oh yeah, is a possessed old jar normally containing the Sukomogami. Must have been treated well by its owner. Therefore, it's one of the few uh, Bakemono uh, that is outright benign towards humans. This old sake jar is fairly frightening to look upon because it has hairy goblin limbs with a face made out of cracks, but if left unused for many years, so, uh, but it was left unused for many years, soaking up magic from heaven and earth. And it spontaneously produces a inexhaustible supri- supplies of rice wine, water, or any other fluid that might be put into it. So, yeah, it's just... It's just like, yo, want some more tea? And then it, you know, 
<laughs> gives more tea. Or or most likely Weiss wine, which is which is sake. Um there's not much to it. You know, yeah. you just had this you know, you just had this jar. That's extremely useful but doesn't look cool is what they seem to be trying to get it across. Yep. That sounds so, like, you know, that sounds like a typical thing is like, this, this is very, very practical, but it looks really, really ugly. Yeah, so I think we're we're pretty much, we're almost done. So we have this, this one is a strange one. <laughs> it seems to be only one of them, from what I can tell. Yeah. It's the Abumi uh, Gucci. Abumi Gucci. Yeah, Abumi Gucci. Um, it's a f- strange furry-looking yokai, or Japanese monster. Um, and it's formed from a stirrup that once belonged to a soldier that probably worked for Yamata Oro- uh, no Orochi. It oh. is said that the uh, Abumi uh, Gucci will wait and lie for the fallen soldier to return. And it was uh, illustrated in the is from the point of view from the Abu uh, Abu Miguchi. Uh, an arrow is shot deep into the knee, and he falls from his stirrup. The hands of suffering is dealt, and a song is sung. Now saw it not in my dreaming mind. I think it might have like this was translated, yeah. so it might not have had the same like you know poeticness to it but basically you know this stirrup is just like yo my bud he got shot in the knee now now he's a guard <laughs> I, I was trying not to make that joke <laughs> yeah but uh i mean skyrim is forever we will forever have ports of skyrim skyrim will never die but but yeah so basically like you know it's just a soldier and i only think there's one of them as well and like it doesn't look much like a stirrup either. No, no, because I, I found I found a picture of him, actually. His head's supposed, I can see kind of as the syrup. That's look like, that's what it looks like, but there's a lot of extra to it. That's, so, huh. That's pretty much it. Huh. And if you think about it, if a syrup was on the ground, it would wait for someone to pick it up. Yeah, that's a good point. So, really, if you think about it, it's just a stirrup. <laughs> so true. That's something. So, which one was your favorite? Um, I I kind of really like the broom. I mean, it just seemed very very useful and had a lot of stuff you could do with it. I like the bakazori a lot. I don't know. I like the idea of just like a just like a real chill like. A real chill, like, pair of sandals running around, just being like, yo, look at those fancy sandals. <laughs> yeah? But yeah, that's pretty much yeah, that's pretty much most of this, so let's get to my second favorite part of the show. Just did a bad thing I regret the thing I did Can they get it? This is the part of the show where we talk about if the creatures we're talking about can get it. Now, I have a blanket, a blanket, uh, uh, yes on these because they're just objects. <laughs> yeah, and as teenagers have proven, you could do a lot of freaky things with just objects. I mean, yeah. So, um, now, 
Now the uh the broom one or the haha kigami. Um it's a broom. Yeah. Yes. Just a blanket, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean part of the witch trials of uh, ancient reasonings were witches used the brooms for certain things and that's and that's why they got burned. So there's those rumors. Yeah. So yeah, there's things out there that will do that. Yeah. Uh the Bakagasori, sandals. I mean, you're reaching, but yes. Yeah. I mean get a right angle. <laughs> you got you got it. Uh then we have the uh Furu uh Subo, uh which is a quiver, which I'm also gonna say yes. <laughs> I mean even more than the other ones, because it has a hole in it as well. So it could get it as well. <laughs> yeah. So we have that. I mean, at least it's getting it. These are just giving. It is getting it. As well as giving. And then we have the uh, Kamiosa, uh, which is... A jar. A jar with hair. I'm going to say yes, but not for me. Yeah, just saying. Like the hair thing, I know people are into it. I was traumatized by things before involving hair. Ugh. Uh, so like, I'm gonna say no on this one for me personally, but I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure someone's gonna be into that. No, there We're, are people into well, it. Yeah, well, no, I mean, like, no, no, th- it's, that's it's specific not a probably. Thing. It's yeah. a yes. Yes, it's always a yes. There's someone <laughs> into it. Yes. Then we have the uh, the stirrup dude, the Obami Gucci. Um, actually, you yes. know, you I know we can say yes, and I'm sure there's people who are in yes, but I don't think he would be gave it into it because he's too obsessed about his rider. Okay, maybe if that rider. Oh yeah, if that rider came back, that thing would be on it all there. It would it would like not only be up on it, be up on it for like multiple nights in a row. Like it'd be like, <laughs> yes, I've been waiting for this. Like this is basically like. Like, probably the most up for it for one person. Yeah. So, I'm going to say yes for that one soldier. Yeah. So, there's nothing super, like, like weird about these things, except for the Abomaguchi. Yeah. I mean, I guess the uh, Koma, no, well, the, the jar one is a little weird, too. But, you know, it's not like the lantern one, which is just like a like, you know, it has, like, a giant tongue and everything. I mean, but yeah, so I think that's pretty much it for, okay. that, for, for that one. So let's get to my actual favorite part of the show. Make it sexy slash make it why slash just make a story. Uh, this is when we try to make a story about these creatures that would appeal to today's youth, or we just make a story. Um, <sighs> so last time we did... The Brave Little Toaster. Yeah. And can we do that with this one? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it could be like a sequel where the the where it turns the Brave out Brave Little Girls to go to Mars. Well, no, I was gonna say like there's there's these groups there that think they are the best and like they're the good guys, and the other ones which are supposed to be malicious or something are the bad guys, but they're not actually bad guys, they're just called that by the good ones. Yeah. So it's like a mix up learning that hey, not not all, you know, like these uh, spirit-possessed items are evil or bad, or o- or only certain ones are. Now, now, does that feel very lazy 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because we could have done anything with this. And we've we've squeezed out very interesting things from less before. <laughs> but I have a headache and I need to edit this sooner than later. Yeah. So am I gonna say the brave little toaster goes to Mars, but with these? Yes. That's right. It's a sequel. It's a next. <laughs> I know. Maybe they maybe they could read that comic I posted from last time with it. Because if they haven't seen it that that time, it's still fun. It's it, also uh, free at the moment. I think online. Which one would be the the brave little toaster? Um, hmm. I think it would probably be the uh, Abumiguchi. The one that's like really tied to like it's yeah, owner. it would it would go through all this because it's looking for the owner, which apparently went to Mars for some reason. Why why did they go to Mars and I I did Mars not one? see that one. I do not know why that one had them go to Mars. I see the reason I remember that one is because they get a a basket and they put the uh they put the uh the overhead fan. On the bottom, and they somehow get to Mars. I mean, I know it's imagination. Yeah. Don't at me. But it doesn't make sense in imagination land either. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't sure why they went to Mars, but... I don't know. Maybe he's a, he's part of the first mission to Mars. I mean... Mm, no. Well, first first manned mission to Mars. It, it, had, it had to do, do something with the baby. Oh, it had something to do with baby? Um... Has something to do with baby. I don't know. I, I'm not gonna watch it again, so I'm just not gonna like. I'm just gonna say that it would, had something to do with babies. And then, well, uh, then why well, don't we would just end with either a Death Stranding or Mandalorian joke, and we'll just call it a day. Let's say that it's uh, I don't know, Baby Yoda. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> We're done. Let's let's do plugs. Okay, so you can find me on Twitter at. Uh, Dory Mingu, that's D-O-R underscore M-I-G-U. Mostly, I uh, kind of just go on uh, retweeting about a lot of podcasts that friends do, and, well, they're a lot of fun. I would give them a listen if you can. Yep. Uh, my name is uh, Jesse. I have another podcast called Alphabet Flight, where I talk about Marvel characters thrice weekly. And I also have, wait, sorry, thrice weekly. Um, and I also have another podcast called uh, Limited Theories, where I talk about limited Marvel series issue by issue with my friend Rob. So, yeah, so that's pretty much it for what we do for for this, at least, <laughs> I think. So this is this has been Alphabet Flight, and um, I don't know, I take care of your things, and yeah. sometimes they might turn into other things. Or, you know... Keep a broom handy. Get rid of one to guess. Yeah, I mean, you know, turns out you could sweep people away if they're not, um, if they're not welcomed. <laughs> That's something you need to remember. Just keep a broom handy and start hitting people you don't want to be around you with it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.